Hello, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Community Connections Podcast. I'm your host, Cole Warner. Uh, today, I am joined by, she's co-hosted a couple times, you probably, so you've definitely heard her voice, uh, CEO Laura Owen. Hey, Laura, how are you? Hey, good afternoon, and welcome to our listening audience. Good to be with you. We have a, a special co-host today because we also have a special guest and, and a topic that we're really excited to feature that's important to not only Hospice of Davidson County, but to you all in the community as well. So today we have on Dr. Patricia Schmeyer, and she is the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Officer for the City of Lexington. Uh, Dr. Schmeyer, good afternoon when we're recording this. Good afternoon, and thank you so much for allowing me to share in the conversation and get to meet your listeners via this beautiful platform. Today, we are going to talk about an upcoming event that's being put on by the city of Lexington called the Health Equity Conference. We're also going to learn a little bit more about Dr. Smyers' work. So before we hop into that, let me give you a little bit of background. She is the Human Relations Commission liaison. She is also the Title VI coordinator for the city of Lexington. She has a PhD in leadership studies from North Carolina A&T, a master's in professional counseling from Liberty, and Bachelor of Science uh, in Business Administration. Now, that is a lot of degrees. So with all that background uh, that we just gave you on Dr. Smyre, uh, really excited to talk about the Health Equity Conference. But first, can can I just sort of learn a little bit more uh, about your work since, since your appointment? I, I believe it was last fall. Correct. Uh, I was able to start this position October the 25th of 2021. And it has, it has truly been a tremendous opportunity to begin uh, this work, which is a needed work, not in just this community, but across our country. And that's why you see the rise of the need for diversity, equity, inclusion officers in local city government, as well as corporate America, as well as business industries. Taking time to expand through normalizing conversations and helping to show where systemic barriers come into place that is one of the main purposes of this Health Equity Conference, which will be in August. You mentioned the Health Equity Conference, which is sort of the overarching reason of this episode. And it's near and dear to Hospice of Davidson County's heart because we're one of the many uh, healthcare organizations, whether it's nonprofit or some of the hospital systems that are sort of involved in the health services industry here in Hospice of Davidson County. And so I know that this is sort of a, a large project for you. And so I just sort of wanted to hear a little bit. Can you can you give us some insight on what this is going to be like for our community and for uh, us as a uh, as a community and its healthcare institutions? Yes. Thank you so much for giving this me this space to talk about a, a topic that is so dear to my heart. Uh, recognizing that health is equivalent to wealth. And understanding how systemic barriers have hindered a large population of our community from receiving the care in which they were designed to receive. COVID-19 pulled back the curtain and really shined a light on the significance of systemic barriers. So I'm excited to announce that on August the 12th, we will be having discussions for health providers, educators, um, anyone that would love to sit in and listen, learn, grow, and heal 
through this very difficult topic at times. And then on the 13th will be a health fair day where we will be showcasing and having the opportunity to uh, witness the power of DC Connect. Because what we'll do is we'll have local nonprofits, local agencies, uh, other providers that can meet people right where their needs are and make it available. One of the main things about closing gaps is bringing the resources to the people that need it the most and removing the barriers of lack of communication, lack of understanding, lack of transparency, to how allow them to have that opportunity to connect with the very resources that they need the most. That is why this conference is so, so important. So just kind of highlighting some of the important parts, I am so honored and excited that our keynote speaker for the lunch conference will be Angela Bryant, the Assistant Secretary of Equity and Inclusion at the North Carolina Department of Human Health Services. She's also a former Senator Representative of District 4. She will be discussing the importance of removing barriers within our healthcare system. As I said before, COVID-19 revealed the numerous barriers and how systemic barriers have cost the lives of so many as a result. She is an accomplished attorney, a very powerful change agent, and an inspirational equity leader. Also, we have developed two tracks of learning for that day. One track is what we're calling the system track. And we have some excellent speakers that will, will be coming to, to speak and to really do a deeper dive in the conversation. The first topic is remix, not repeat. This topic will discuss the value of understanding. I think sometimes when we just don't understand, then that's when we make the mistakes. And we can never assume that we understand our history. So this topic will, it will explore some of the systemic history barriers that have interwoven themselves in the healthcare system, and we can understand how to remove them. The second topic, sharing is caring, Dr. Buddy Martera. Wake Forest University School of Medicine. This topic is gonna to focus on learning how to engage people in decision-making by using a common language for more straightforward translation. A huge, a huge barrier often seen um, with individuals that do not completely understand what is happening. And so instead of talking to them, we sometimes talk at them. And so we wanna close that barrier. And then the last topic under the system track is health equity is a win-win. Dr. Brenda Lathan-Sadler, she's also from the School of Medicine at Wake Forest. She will uh, talk about demonstrating the importance of providing equity throughout the deliverance of healthcare. Then far as our second track, which will be the, I like to call it the individual track. Uh, the first topic is rules before takeoff, self-care. And that will be coming from a very dynamic speaker, our very own Mr. Cole Warner right here as one of the co-hosts. Also, the next topic is making lemonade. Miss Laura Lee Jones, the uh, chaplain at Novant Health, she will be talking about how do you reconcile the trauma, the disappointments, the grief that everyone has experienced through these past couple of years dealing with COVID and how to regain a new passion for the work in which you do. And the last topic under the subject is next level of normal, the growth mindset. And we will have Dr. Meryl Snow, 
uh, Davidson Medical Ministries. She will be talking about building better, more sustainable and ethical services to meet the need for all people. She is so, so equipped to teach on that topic. So one of the things that we really are hoping and we really believe that will happen from this conference is that it will bring more of awareness to the healthcare crisis in the community. And it will allow us to partner to bring positive change by closing these equity gaps in health. The human relation recognizes that it is so important that not only we just bring awareness to it, but we also bring solutions. And one of the beauties about this conference is that we are meeting people right where they are. We're using a wonderful location of the high school. We have plenty of space. We have well-equipped um, nonprofits as well as other organizations to meet the needs that are currently happening within our city, within our county, and within our region. I think it's so important to make sure we are very clear that this is not just a city project, but this is to meet the needs of our region. It moves well beyond the borders of Lexington because when one hurts, we all hurt. And it's so important that we begin the healing process so that everybody has a right to receive the benefits they need to live a healthy and thriving life. Dr. Smyer, uh, one of the beautiful gifts of this upcoming conference has been the opportunity as uh, an administrative staff for a human service not-for-profit provider to establish or renew relationships with other human service providers. And often as administrators, we feel so isolated and we forget about the resources that are available to the individuals we're caring for because what we know from our experience at End of Life, when we are caring for a patient and all the individuals who love that person, there are many other unmet needs. And uh, what I say to our staff is how well one lives, which means how well one dies, is all about quality of life and what we want to ensure for all peoples, all peoples in our communities and beyond is that they have healing of whatever kind, whether it's medical or psychosocial or spiritual, emotional, but that we offer a very high supported level of quality of life for all, for all people. So thank you for that opportunity to be one um, among more than a couple dozen who are coming together to support this event and who value the impact of this, this conference, but also the ongoing dialogue among providers in our community. You know, Laura, I'm grateful that you are, are bringing that up because oftentimes, and I, and I don't want us to, to get this, this loss, is that this conference is not just for the marginalized, it's not just for people that uh, do not have resources. This conference is for us all to come together. Several years, I myself was diagnosed with sarcoidosis. Uh, is a very painful disease. I, I always say it's second cousin and close in between to lupus. And no matter if you have means, no matter if you don't have means, health crisis is a health crisis for anybody that experiences it. 
and knowing how to advocate for yourself, knowing how to connect to the right resources, knowing and understanding that you're not in it by yourself is so important. And this is one of the big hurdles that this health equity conference really helps close the door. And so no matter what your social economic uh, income level may be, anybody can get sick and turn your life upside down. And the beauty about this conference is that we are showing our community what is available. And so there's so many benefits, rich benefits that this conference will bring. Uh, and I am so excited about it. I really am. Well, it's a great lineup with um, formal educational tracks, but just opportunities for information sharing at, at all uh, times of life, walks of life. You know, I'm excited. I'm going to have a hard time selecting which tracks I sit <laughs> in at and, you know, make sure I have a seat for the luncheon with our keynote speaker, which is going to be exceptional. But also that Saturday event, that's a real great opportunity for a community to come together uh, have some informal information sharing, but just connect and uh, recognize that that the resources are here and they are here for all. That's right. That's right. It's, it's so important. Um, and I'm excited also that while this will be our first, this will definitely not be our last because this is an ongoing conversation. This is something that is not a one and a done. Um, and as we build upon this year's conference, it helps us to understand where are the other needs that we may not even be addressing. So next year's conference will be even bigger and better. Uh, I would like to add that we will be offering continuing education uh, credit units for attending the Friday workshops. So those that may need uh, some continuing education courses, please please use this op option uh, and availability. Well, thank you for giving us some info, Dr. Smyer. And, and I'll ask you here in just a second about uh, people that, that want more information uh, where they can turn to. Uh, one of the things that I think is interesting is doing this podcast now for a, a year and a half, we learned so much about organizations that do a ton of great work in the community. And I think that's one of the, always the biggest barriers to, to to gaining access is getting the information out there and making sure that uh, we're communicating and giving that uh, giving that access to people. And so I'm I'm happy to share about this conference. And I think that Saturday is going to be great for that, giving people information on on healthcare decisions. We know in hospice, the decisions that we make for our own healthcare, for our loved ones' healthcare when we're a caregiver, uh, are so important, and they they are more than just you know, daily decisions, right? They are decisions that we feel very emotionally attached to and strongly about. And so it's, it's important to have the information there. Dr. Smyer, if, if people want to find out more information on either the Friday or the Saturday event, what's going to be coming out and how is this information going to be shared? Well, you can go to our website right now, the city of Lexington, and or you can just type in www.lexingtonnc.gov forward slash health equity conference, and it will pull up all the information in regards to uh, registering for the conference, especially on that Friday, because that's how we'll know how to prepare for lunch and making sure that you have a seat available. But also 
on that Saturday to let you know the different opportunities that you can participate in. We will have a food demonstration. Uh, we'll have yoga, uh, a yoga class. So there's going to be fun activities uh, for everyone. So uh, then you can always reach out and call me here at the city uh, and my number I have no problem giving it out because I'd love for you to give me a call, uh, 336-953-6557. I am so excited about this opportunity to serve. As an equity leader, we look for ways to close those barriers. And health equity touches every aspect of life, whether it's economic, whether it's education, whether it's housing, whether it's parenting, uh, every aspect of your life or your wheel of life can be touched through health. And so the healthier we can make our community, the more prosperous our community can be. All right. And we will go ahead and put that phone number since since Dr. Smyer says that she does not mind it uh, being shared. We'll put that number in the episode description as well as the link to the website. And uh, as always, if you... Uh, enjoyed what you heard, we encourage you to follow us on all of our uh, podcast platform, uh, Apple, uh, Google, Spotify. Dr. Smyer, I can't thank you enough for uh, giving of your time today to come on and discuss some of your work and the conference coming up as well. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Smyer. We're excited to be a participant in this year's event and help support at some level with the planning of the event. I know there's a, it takes a lot of hands and resources and let's not forget, there's some sponsorship opportunities, right? So yes. uh, people can take advantage of supporting a really good cause and uh, offering a great service to our community at large. So there are sponsorship opportunities. I, I won't make you say that. I'll say that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but we need money. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say on, this, on a very personal note, we lost our nephew about a year ago. Um And I cannot emphasize how precious your organization was to our family and how meaningful the work in which you do. And sometimes it's not often said enough that if you didn't do what you did at the time that you did it, then we would not be able to withstand the storm that we were facing. And so I am forever grateful for hospice and the wonderful care, the extraordinary care that they gave to my nephew and his beautiful wife and family uh, during that period of transition. We know everyone is gonna die. That's part of living. But how you are treated through death makes all the difference. And I can say hospice treated death as precious as life. And I'm grateful for you. Well, thank you, Dr. Smyre. That's very kind of you to share such meaningful words. So thank you. And thank you to for the opportunity to care for your family and, and that uh, despite a tragic loss, there, there was healing and the ability to go forward. That's what we hope to offer those yeah. of us who, who survived the loss. Thank you, Dr. Smyre, for uh, coming on today. And thank you also to Laura for co-hosting with this. You know, I know this is something that is near and dear to our mission and values. And, of course, our organization is happy to participate.
Well, it's so wonderful to have Dr. Smyer with us on this podcast today. Uh, of course, our organization and our core values and the hospice philosophy aligns very closely with the DEI work that's occurring at the city of Lexington and also the coming together of human service providers in our area. Um, I've been in the hospice space for 14 years now and what I find so exceptionally rewarding about our work and about the work offered, the services offered at Hospice of Davidson County is that everyone receives great, incredible, end-of-life care, regardless of their ability to pay. And we're able to do that because we're, we're supported by so many individuals in our community who have been touched by Hospice of Davidson County or have suffered a loss. Um, but again, hospice, the hospice philosophy and DEI work is, is a strong partnership. And this um, first ever really health equity conference in our service area is a tremendous opportunity to provide resources, to have information sharing from multiple areas of our human service programs. Um, how well one lives uh, really is about how well one has access to resources. And we're not just talking about finance or we're talking about education, we're talking about healthcare. And uh, the pandemic really made evident for our nation and beyond our borders that not everyone had equitable access to healthcare and that there is a need for change on that front. And Hospice of Davidson County looks forward to supporting the EI work in our communities and ensuring access to care for our all individuals, regardless of their ability to pay regardless of their faith uh, beliefs or their backgrounds or the color of their skin. That's one of the most beautiful commitments in the, the holistic care that's provided at end of life through a hospice program. 